The views and opinions of those who talk and appear on the AK Swish podcast are their own. Listener's discretion is advised. This is the AK Swish Podcast. All right. We in here. We in here, though. Yes, we are in here. <laughs> Welcome in, guys. Episode 26 of the AK Swish Podcast. On today's ranking episode, we are going to dish about the top 10 NFL wide receivers going into the 2019-2020 season. I can tell you my pre-list, I had about 15 or 16 guys that I had um, just written out. Because what I do with these lists is usually... Yeah, 13. You know, when I prep it, I write down every name I can think of. Every name that I think that deserves to be considered one of the better wide receivers or better whatever topic is. Like the next uh, ranking episode we had was really tough for me. But uh, this came down to about 15, 16 guys for me, and I feel pretty comfortable. With my top ten, I feel like I'm uh, I'm in a pretty good spot. Andrew, how are you feeling about your list? Um, yeah, mine's very standard. So yeah, <laughs> so you're the basic white bitch of podcasts right now. Uh, the, there's only one person on here that people are like. Mm, I don't know how I feel about that one, but past that, um, yeah, I'm pretty pretty positive. Okay, so you mentioned that you had uh, some honorable mentions. Yes, I do. You have three, right? Yes. So what's let's just let's. Briefly Knock touch on those. Yeah, let's touch on those first. Keenan Allen. Okay. Very underrated, always is, just mm-hmm. because he's so boring. I mean, he just does what he needs to do. T.Y. Hilton, mm. um, biased, so I have to have him on there. So mm-hmm. Colts, you know what I mean? Yep. And also, he hasn't had a quarterback here for a little bit of time, so uh, now that hopefully Andrew Luck's going to be healthy. Not he going that ankle sprain. Yeah, he, can, he, he can come out and have a productive se- season. Stefan Diggs, um, there's another guy that kind of took his spot as being Minnesota's go-to guy. But Stefan Diggs has always been pretty good, so good for Stefan Diggs. I mean, honestly, he probably he almost made my list. I just can't. Unfortunately, I have two Minnesotans on this list, and I can only put one in my mind. So Minnesotans. Yeah, that's what I had to go by. I mean, for me, I'll do three two as well. Uh, I, I like T. Y. Hilton. I like the Stefan Diggs. They're both in there. Uh, I have Jarvis Landry as the another guy too. You know, You're sucking Cleveland's dick pretty hard. Well, you know the, the thing about Jarvis is he comes to Cleveland, and you know. His stats are going to take a hit. Like, it is what it is. We know what it is. I mean, come on. Like, you know, he, he had, again, no offense to Tyrod, but he's not going to light the world on fire every night. So, I mean, and then with Baker, he didn't really have enough time to really gel with him. And then, hey, I'll tell you what. Give it time. He'll be up there. And he was. He was, again, one of the with the fastest receiver ever to, like, 300 catches. It was those nuts, whatever. Was before, obviously, you know, Michael Thomas did it. But, you know, still, like, it's, it's come on. I mean, Jarvis is he's, he's one of the top 15 receivers in the league, and I think he's – Deserves honorable mention. But with that being said, uh, let's get into these uh, these top tens, Andrew. I hope you're ready. Um, uh, I am ready. All right, Are so, we going to start with you or with me? I would start with you today. Uh, that's fine. We could start uh, my number 10 on this list. Uh, I have Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, some background on Adams last year. 
111 catches, 1,386 yards, 13 touchdowns, has one of the best quarterbacks uh, in the league throwing the ball. The dumpster fire that will be Green Bay this year will be somewhat salvageable because of Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. That's pretty much my reason why he's in there. He's he's a great talent, and he's young, too. I mean, it gives Aaron Rodgers someone to throw to. It's not just like, hey, we got uh, no one. He's got Jimmy Graham. He's got Jimmy Graham too, but he's old, not really using him. Yeah, I don't he's know. not. Um, well, not even just that. I mean, Jimmy Graham hasn't been himself. Yeah, which go is back sad, home. Which is sad. Yeah, just go back home. <laughs> go back to New Orleans, please. Uh, my number ten, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mike Evans. Mm. Last season, he had eighty-six receptions, fifteen hundred twenty-four yards, eight touchdowns. Uh, his five-year tenure in the league, he is five for five on one K receptions, or not reception, receiving yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, two out of five on ten plus touchdowns. And 15.5 as an average per catch. Um, again, no, somebody that slept on, I think it's because Tampa Bay sucks a big bag of dicks. He was one of the guys that was close to my list. Like, he was one of the guys I considered. I put but. him on there because I think, honestly, if he's on a better team and next year you better watch out, he's going to be a big deal. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's going to be that guy. Hmm. I, I mean, and listen, he's, he's going to be that guy everybody and the, wants. The thing about, yeah, the thing about all these guys is they're all supremely talented. They're all going to have great seasons. It's really hard when you get down to these top ten lists to, to separate some of these guys. Maybe there's some elite receivers. But uh, number nine for me, uh, here's your Minnesota, Ian. I have Adam Thielen at number nine. Uh, last season, 113 catches, 1,373 yards, nine touchdowns. If he had a decent quarterback, he'd be even better. Because so. <laughs> fuck Kirk Cousins. That, that you, can't, you, that, can't, you can't be rude that, that to took, Kirk Cousins. It took all this fair. money from this team. That he's it's so not bad. fair. So bad. Go ahead. So someone who has replaced a probably one of the greatest receivers in the league, and you'll see him later on my list. At number nine, I have Juju Smith-Schuster. Hmm. Last season, 111 receptions, 1,426 yards, seven touchdowns, two seasons in the league. He put a plus 500 yards onto his receiving yards from last year, 14 touchdowns in two years. 13.9 average. Not doing too bad. I mean, for a second-year guy coming into his third year, he's got a chance to really show that he is that number one. Mm. And to hear he's something special from Ben Roethlisberger means something because you know what he does to people who's special, right? Tell you what, <laughs> man. Be careful. You might corny in that locker room. Uh, here we go. Uh, number eight. You in that locker room. Andrew might be surprised by this. This is where I have Keenan Allen. Number eight on the list. Uh, last season, 97 catches, 100, uh, 1,196 yards, six touchdowns. Now, one of those cases, Andrew mentioned he's the boring receiver of the group, but, I mean, he, he's so talented, man. I mean, in, I think that he deserved to get some recognition for being as good as he's been. Minus uh, an ACL injury, this guy's been phenomenal. Or was it Achilles? I forget which one it was. But he, he's he been Phillip Rivers' go-to. When Antonio Gates has been on the fence and getting older, I mean, this is the guy. So... I have Keenan Allen number eight. So my number eight is someone that you already mentioned. At number eight, I have Devontae Adams. 111, like you said, 1386, 13 touchdowns. Last season, he put a plus 451 yards from the season previous. Three out of five, 10-plus touchdowns since season. And then also, this is like his breakout, man. I mean, it's his opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This is his chance to be something big. And, uh... Honestly, that's about it. Devontae Adams is going to do something. I mean, he's the only target for Aaron Rodgers, realistically. You're going to hate my next one. I'm going to hate your next one. Yeah. Well, I'm already fucking ready, I guess. You, you mentioned him already. and uh, I mentioned him already? You mentioned him, but he's not been listed yet. I have Antonio Brown at number seven. Okay. I mean, I'm, I don't hate it. I don't so like the guy that much. So He's I mean. got 104 catches last year, 1,297 yards, 15 touchdowns, and didn't play the last game of the season because he's an asshole. But, uh... 
<sighs> something tells me it's going to be a rough year for Antonio Brown. I could be dead wrong. The Raiders could win 12 games again, and, and you know Derek Carr could throw 40 touchdowns. I like Derek Carr, but I don't know. Something just rubs me the wrong way about how he's been dealing with this, this whole thing. The leaving Pittsburgh, the going to Oakland, the burning of the foot. It's like he's lost his fucking mind, honestly. It's like he's lost his mind. He's Mike Tyson buying Tigers right now. I don't know what to say. I really don't know. Uh, you're number seven. My number seven is Adam Thielen, so you finally get to see him. Only white guy on this list. Uh, congrats, buddy. 113. Oh, shit, you're right. Me too. Literally, yeah. It's, it's kind of <laughs> well, sad. That's, that's just kind of hard. It's not really a, It's a coincidence, really. It's not really. No, not, not coincidence. I mean, he's a goat. Like, dude's out there balling. 113 receptions, 1,373 reception, uh, receiving yards, nine touchdowns. Only thing that why he's lower on my list is because he hasn't had a 10-plus touchdown season yet. Again, a lot of talent around him. If he had a good quarterback. Um, two, of five, two of five on the 1K reception or receiving yards. He's a show star, and he's consistent. I mean, that's who he is. I mean, it's Mr. Consistency is a good name for him. From a show star to a Schuster at number six for me, I have Juju Smith-Schuster from Pittsburgh. You mentioned 111 catches, 1426 for the yards, and seven touchdowns. He's got seven touchdowns in both of his first two seasons. He's due to break out this year. Now that Antonio Brown is gone, he is the number one guy. Great size, great athlete, fast. Uh, don't be surprised next season if he's in a lot of people's top fives after this this coming up year. Going to be a top fantasy pick, I would imagine, possibly two in our fantasy draft uh, in one of the first For some rounds. people, yeah, he might be. Tell you what, man, mark it on the calendar now. We do this show this time next year. Juju Smith-Strucher is going to be a top, you know, four or five guy in the league, and he's already close for me already. So, number six for you. Number six for me is AJ Green after uh, a very low season of forty-six receptions, six hundred and ninety-four uh, receiving yards, and six touchdowns. Uh, he did, he was injured, so I mean he's not. And also the team that he plays for is a bunch of shit. So again, what need- Jeff Driscoll and Andy Dalton can't get on the ball? What? So hear me out. Still on better this. than fucking Kirk Cousins. People are like, why is he six on your list? Blowing my mind. Um, here's the deal: six of eight, eight seasons in the league on one K receptions. Or uh, yeah, let me make sure that's correct. Six eight. Yep, three of eight on ten plus touchdowns. He's on a shit team and fourteen point eight uh, receiving yards on average per reception. Of course, the dude can ball again. If he goes to a different team, he's gonna be bigger than life. And he deserves to be behind this list. At one point, he was a top five receiver to oh, yeah. a lot of people. He's fallen down to six for me, but I mean, he, uh, he's still that guy. He didn't make my list. That's uh, that's uh, that's on you. He's getting old too. He's starting one thirty two. I mean, it's it's it's. Time. But he's still balling. I mean, he honestly has an opportunity. Canton's not looking very far well, away. AJ Green. Well, yeah, we got hurt again though, so I don't know if he's going to play a lot this year. But I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, number five for me, Tyree Kill, Kansas City. Uh, last season, 87 catches, 1,479 yards, 12 touchdowns. Don't like the guy, but he's a hell of a receiver, and he's uh, he gets in my top five. His <sighs> je ne sais quoi, if you will, with Patrick Mahomes is undeniable. Those two have a great connection, and, I mean, it's going to show in the stats. It's going to show in wins, and it's going to show with him being probably one of the top fantasy players again this year if he can stay, you know, legal and eligible for football. We'll find out. Okay. You're number five? Okay. <laughs> My number five is Michael Thomas. So homage to you and tell Kellerman to suck a dick. Suck a dick, Kellerman. Uh, 125 uh. receptions being like one of the only targets makes sense and why he hit so many. 1,405 yards, nine touchdowns. Here's the deal. He's 3 of 3 on 1K, which is a big deal for me. He's He had a breakout season last year for sure. But for him to be higher on my list, he needs to hit that 10-plus mark. Came close twice. Rookie season, nine touchdowns. This season, nine touchdowns. He needs to hit 10-plus, and he'll be higher for me. 
I know you probably have him higher. I'm not doubting that. Or we might have him in the same spot. Or no, we, we wouldn't in this case. Five, but yeah, yeah so. you would. You'd have maybe one up. I'm assuming. But again, I need I need ten plus. That's important to me. Touchdowns. One guy on this list would be number one for me if he had that ten plus mark more. Yeah, I mean, I have Michael Thomas at number four. Uh, I'm a realist. Uh, how smart about? But remember, I also said though when I was going in on Max Kellerman that there are four to five elite guys in the NFL that are healthy and playing. You know that it's it's there's there's more than one elite receiver. That's the it's the embarrassment of riches on this list. But yeah, I mean, led the league in receiving last year for catches, fourteen hundred yards, nine touchdowns. He's right there. I think Breeze when he fell off a little bit towards the end of the year kind of hurt him as far as touchdown wise. He still had good yardage, but he didn't have um, the uh, the touchdowns to go with it. I'd expect him to have another great season. There's no reason why he shouldn't. He just got paid. He's he's happy. He's enjoying his time in New Orleans. Um, it, it's he's the guy. He's he's Drew Breeze's number one option. So you're gonna see a lot of that. Uh, this year, more of the same for Michael Thomas. Your number four? My number four, OBJ. Hmm. Last season, 77 receptions for 1,000 yards, 1,052, which is impressive. And again, it's typical about 100, get you 1,000. Mind you, didn't, didn't play part of the year. He right, like exactly. And still balled out. Six touchdowns. Here's why. And he might be a top three, and I'll probably get hate for the one guy who's at three for me. But four or five on 1K, three of five on 10 plus, 14 yard average. It's your team, and you have a better quarterback right now. You're the best player on your team right now, and you have a chance to show that. That's literally, like, you don't need anything else besides that. We're going in order here because I have Odell at three. Uh, The same reasons you pretty much listed. You mentioned the stats. Playing basically on on half a season for the most part. He had a hell of a year. I mean, and and still, with, with Eli, lame duck Manning throwing the ball, like, you know, looking more and more like his brother every day. Can only throw the ball 15 yards, but it's okay. You know, uh, that ball... Does this when it comes out of his out of Eli Manning's hands? Now, do you notice this? It does this. <laughs> oh, brother! Literally, quack, uh, quack. It ducks. Dying quail. Uh, but still, like he's got a good quarterback throwing the ball right now. I mean, there's no reason why Odell can't have another, you know, ninety catch, twelve, thirteen hundred yard, ten touchdown season. I don't see why he couldn't do it. Um, you're number three. I'm going to get some hate for this Antonio Brown. I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid off. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I could see why you would because of his past, and especially last season. He was my number one fantasy player on my team, even though I sucked ass last year in fantasy. But, like, like he... You got fucked, it, though, with that. I mean, Yeah. I mean, you got fucked 0-14, and, mm-hmm. and then I fucking sweep the consolation bracket and win the consolation championship. And I blew those guys fucking out. I blew so, them out. So hear me out. What the fuck? Anyway, go ahead. Last season, 104 uh, receptions, 1,297 yards, 15 touchdowns. Impressive when you have Juju Smith-Schuster as a second option, like we just a, talked well, about. And Roethlisberger threw for 5,000 yards and had like 40 touchdowns. Right. It was nuts. So that offense was crazy. 8 of 10 on 1,000-yard seasons. 4 of 10 on 10-plus. 10 you're it. In Oakland, Las Vegas, wherever you're heading, you are it. Like that, This is you. You have to do it. Better get those feet healed up. Just bro. do it. Honestly, I want you to plug in the fucking, what's that stupid dude's name from Holes? Disney Channel star. Uh, Just do it. Do it. I can't remember. This is Nike. I don't remember his name. Why don't you go Nike? I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name, but you know who I'm talking about. Oh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Shia LaBeouf right now needs to be talking to you like he did in that video. Be yourself. Be your old self. Let's know where you came from. Know where you were drafted. Know where you played in college. Improve to people that you're still Antonio Brown. Because right now, you could be number one, number two, but instead... You have guys that are doing better than you, 
and you're worried about, I'm an entrepreneur. This house paid for. I ain't got to play anymore. I mm-hmm. want to play, but I don't need to play. No, you know what? For your legacy, you need to play. And you need to be really good this season. Because if you're not really good this season, people are going to know you're just full of shit. Or there's magic in your helmet, and I want it now. So, <laughs> fuck you, and just do better. You're lucky you're my top three. Because there's a lot of guys on this list I could have just moved around. And to be honest, they're all worthy of being in the top three, almost all of them. Pretty much. They all but have their moments. You got guys like Mike Evans, who are consistently five for five with a thousand yard seasons. Or you have guys, like I said, with Odell, four for five. He could have taken your spot. You really need to show people that this season in Oakland that you are going to do it. And, and you're going to be really good. Lead that team somewhere. Get about, them to the fucking playoffs. It'd be weird, but do it. Like, that's it. He's talking about one of those guys that's getting older, too. Antonio Brown's not getting any younger. That's no, you, you have to do it. Stop hanging yeah. out with DJ Khaled and just really just do it. Hang out with Shia LaBeouf. Uh, burn foot, another one. All right, uh, I think we both have the same top two receivers here. But now the order might be mixed up. I'm interested. I know. I feel like our order is going to be exact. Really? I'm almost positive. All right. So number two, I have DeAndre Hopkins. It's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> 115 catches, 1572 yards, 11 touchdowns last season. Uh, the reason why I have DeAndre here, and we might as well just spill the beans, right? Because you probably have then Julio at two and DeAndre at one, correct? Yes. Um, the reason why I have Julio ahead of DeAndre is because in Julio's down season, <laughs> in his off season, in his career, he still had 113 catches, 1,677 yards, and eight scores. Like that, that was his worst technical statistical touchdown season of his career, and he, maybe besides his rookie year, and he still balled the fuck out. Like it was unbelievable when he got Maddie. I can't believe he won an MVP. I back there throwing you the ball. I mean. I think he's wow. surprised he won an MVP. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I, listen, we're, we're talking about these two guys. We're splitting fucking hairs at this point because DeAndre Hopkins is phenomenal, and he's he's younger and bound to have more great years ahead. But Julio Jones is he's a freak, man. The uh, Browns could have got him, by the way. In case you're wondering, the Browns <laughs> traded that pick. Still to this day, it's stupid. But I, I don't. I think they're looking past it right now. So yeah, number two for <laughs> me. Hope. Number two for me, of course, is Julio Jones. Hear me out on this. Six of eight on 1,000-yard seasons. Uh, 15.4 on the average. Reason Julio Jones isn't my number one, he's never had a 10-plus touchdown season, ever. Hmm. I think that's correct. Let me make sure. Uh, I didn't write it down for a reason. There's legitimately a reason. I'm actually curious. Yeah, I want to see. He's never had. And that's the thing. People always ask. Yeah. No, he's had one. He had it in 2012. Uh, but after that, the closest he's came is eight. And people always wonder, like, why can't Julio Jones? That's a real question. Like, people ask on a constant basis is, why can't Julio Jones get in the end zone? Um, now he's got Calvin Ridley, so now he's got someone to compete with. But for a guy who's been in the league for eight years and to only have one season getting 10-plus touchdowns, it's difficult. Fun fact for you, though, Atlanta has never retired a jersey number, ever. And he might be. This might be the first jersey they retired. You would think Vic be Julio Jones would probably be the next. Is probably you would think that they would have retired Mike Vicks, and, but and Matty Ice probably will get his number retired. But too, number right? the number one person to get their jersey retired in my mind for them would be Julio Jones. So again, this is a Hall of Famers. So giving you his numbers: six hundred and ninety-eight um, receptions, ten thousand seven hundred thirty-one <laughs> yards, fifteen point four uh, average with fifty-one touchdowns. The guy's again amazing. Amazing. He's just got it. He's got it. Break that boundary of only getting in the end zone occasionally. Like, eight's cool and everything. I just 10, dude. Like, you're that guy. To get over the hump to be number one to me, you have to hit 10. Yeah, and what happens, got 11. So, I mean, that, that does. You're, so, you're, for, 
Yeah, your uh, your analysis follows through there. With, uh, yeah, my my Hopkins argument, since we're just ripping the Band-Aid off altogether, right. is he has four of six. I mean, did you give his stats from last year? I don't think you did. Uh, yeah, 115 catches, yeah, 15, you put 72, him at two. 11 touchdowns. I didn't yeah. give Julio Jones. was 113 last season with receptions, 1,677 yards, and eight touchdowns. He's so he's good for yards. You know you're going to get that with Julio Jones. I mean, Julio Jones is Julio Jones, yeah. so we can't get that wrong. But right. DeAndre Hopkins, my number one, is pretty solidified. I mean... He's only been in the league now going on six six years, going on to seven. Yes. So here are the numbers. For some guy who has two-year separation between each other, he has four of six, so they have the same di- difference when it comes down to the 1K, uh-huh. three of six for 10-plus touchdown seasons, Two 528 receptions, 7,437 7, yards, which is a pretty decent separation right now, 3,000 yards. He has to have two 1,500-yard seasons to have the same amount. And, and fourteen point one yards per catch, which is less, less yeah. but forty-seven touchdowns in his fifty-one in two less seasons. That means if he continues his trend, if he continues his trend of like I think the math is about nine, close to ten. Mm-hmm. That means by the time he's at Julio Jones's current, he's gonna have seventy-seven touchdowns. He's gonna be close to one hundred. You know what's funny too? DeAndre Hopkins seems like this like this giant receiver, right? He's only six-one. And DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, that's tall in football standards when you get to well, receivers, you know what I'm saying? Julio Jones is a physical freak. He's 6'3", 6'4", 225. Go ahead and look Hopkins up that list of 90. Look up, the, look up that list of 99 overalls in Madden right now. Hopkins DeAndre is Hopkins is one of them. I yes. think Julio is probably like a 97 or 98. Probably yeah, like Madden. It, I mean, yeah. that's fair. I mean, yeah. Hopkins is the, according to Madden, according to a lot of people, like this year Aaron Donald was rated number one, but number two I think was DeAndre Hopkins. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, you can't go wrong with either one of these guys in the fantasy draft. Um, that's Shit. coming up. If I get the first overall pick, I guarantee you I'm picking. Well, I'm picking a quarterback first, probably. Uh, I Maybe do a receiver. I don't know. DeAndre I made Hopkins that mistake last be... year. I took Drew Brees and Tom Brady, and it bit me in the ass because I missed out on a lot of. I'd good probably drafts. pick up DeAndre Hopkins number one, or Julio Jones. It depends. What it depends. We have to set the rules and we have to set the standards. So if we're building this, uh, it's at plus. Or it's per ten yard reception. Some people do. Some people do per five. Some people do like all types of. I like you, the basic. You could really rack your yeah. fucking points up depending on how we play yeah, this. Yeah, I would. Um, the, the average. Just completions. Do people do points for completions, uh, points per 100 passing yards. There's all types of crazy shit you can do. We'll see. So we'll see what we get into. But if you're if you're looking for a solidified guy to take right now, um, and say we have 15 guys that we end up doing this year, you have top 10 receivers that we just named off to you that are looking to have fantastic seasons, and will get you those points that you need to finish strong in yeah. fantasy. Which, like I said. Keenan Allen would be on my list. Like I said, honorable mention. Stefan Diggs of Adam Thielen wasn't on there. And then T.Y. Hilton, honestly, was like 12 or 11 on most lists that I've seen. It's just like you really need Andrew Luck throwing to you because Jacoby Brissett wasn't cutting it. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I, I feel bad for not putting Mike Evans on, but he's like 11, honestly. He's, yeah, like, he's Mike, right there. Mike Evans is like on a shitty team, and he's he was like – I mean, he wasn't the only receiver because he did have Sean Jackson for a little yeah. bit, but he – He's huge. Like if big. Evans was he's bigger on, than everyone. If Evans was on a playoff team, he'd probably be in our top well, in my top seven or six. He is probably. he's honestly one of the reasons and I and I you can quote me on this because you've heard me say opposite. I think he's one of the reasons Johnny Manziel got as much hype as he got. Because he was throwing a fucking Mike Evans. So, Six I mean, five, two hundred and fifty. Yeah, pounds, bigger yeah. than literally everybody. <laughs> Feel them ridiculous. Except Pharaoh Brown. Still congratulations. You're still in the Browns roster and uh played against you in high school and you were the biggest person I've ever seen play football. <laughs> 
All right. Well, that's going to do it for this uh, ranking episode of the AK Swish Podcast. Andrew, you want to plug the uh, the sponsors before we end? Yeah, AK Swish Podcast at Facebook. Sponsors, a- not the social, oh, you oh. son of a bitch. Well, let's do this now. AK Swish Pod on Twitter. Why are you still doing it? <laughs> and then our, oh, our, our sponsors are apart, 105 and 107 South Front Street. You have both respectively for Elroy's Italian Deli Market and Scarpetta's Fine Italian. Also on Garrison Street in Fremont, Ohio, you have, Garrison, you have the Garrison Food and Spirits. And... Some of the best food that you're going to have, honestly, anywhere. Not just Northwest Ohio, but if you're in the area, you're in Port Clinton, Oak Harbor. If you're in Fremont for some reason, um, like I said, for some reason, I don't know if you're driving through there or you're checking out the historical district, or maybe you just have some family out there. Some of these places are new. We've only been open for like two years. Garrison's been open for three years, and we're still one of the best foods that you can get in the area. Cedar Point, 30-minute drive, get the best Italian you can have in the area as well. So come on down, see us. We have some of the some of the best Honestly, I'm saying this for the 15th time in the same take. Some of the best food that you could possibly have. I'm Italian. I eat a lot of Italian food. This is like Carabas on crack. Some of the best food that you're going to have. You have quality deli meats. Quantity is also out there. Is that on your business when it comes card? Down, no. It'd Carabas be on crack? Elroy's Italian Deli Market is so good. Like you have, It's not even just because I'm the manager there, but the sandwiches are so large, most of the time you're going to take something home. And I'm a big guy, and I have to breathe twice before I eat that other half of the sandwich. <laughs> Want to thank Spotify, of course, as well for sponsoring our podcast. For then getting on board, your one-stop shop for all things podcast, music, and more. Make sure you check out Spotify. Of course, you can follow us on Facebook. Just type in that search bar, AK Swish Podcast. Go on the Twitter at AK Swish Pod. Want to thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll keep you guys updated as far as the fantasy football draft is concerned for our fantasy football league. If you have not yet, make sure you reach out to us and see if you can get into the league. We'll get you guys updated in the next uh, few weeks here as far as when the draft's going to happen, who's in the league, all that good stuff. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. And until next time, thank you for listening to the AK Swish Podcast. Andrew, say one last thing to the people. Um, My biggest fear growing up was syringes. I'm really afraid of shots, but I've got a tattoo, a tattoo, and I've gotten piercings before, so... For me, it's kind of a weird fear to have, but I also didn't like older Amish men. They creeped me out. Maybe it was Children of the Corn. Get that vibe, you know what I'm saying? But deuces. Bye-bye. Oh, and tornadoes. (laughs) Didn't like tornadoes as a kid. Very scary. We live in Ohio. Whatever. Bye-bye. The views and opinions of those who talk and appear on the AK Swish podcast are their own. Listener's discretion is advised.